Health can be complex, confusing, and downright frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Jeff Butterworth, naturopath and co-founder of Happy Healthy You, a health resource for you to lead your best life. Come and join me and the whole team of health specialists at Happy Healthy You to learn about everything from sleep to stress, hormones to healthy eating. We're here to help you on your personal health journey, to live a vibrant, successful, and most importantly, happy life. Are you not getting a good night's sleep? Well, I'm about to tell you exactly why you're not sleeping well, and I'm going to give you a heap of tools that you can use and implement into your everyday life to get the best night's sleep that you've had in years. My name is Jeff Butterworth, and I am a naturopath, and I've been specializing in holistic health for over 25 years now. And part of that is obviously sleep, and sleep is one of the core pillars that you need to get right if you're going to improve your health and well-being. Now, everything that I do personally in my life is geared towards getting a good night's sleep because I know it's so important. And that starts literally from the moment I wake up and everything that I do during the day is geared to getting that good night's sleep. And that's how I want to change your focus from, oh, it's time to go to sleep. What am I going to do to get a good night's sleep? It's actually everything that you're doing during the day that's influencing your sleep patterns and cycles. So I'm going to run through you all the main causes of, that's going to disrupt your sleep and then give you some tips and tools along the way that you can implement. And just think as I'm talking, what are these things that might relate to your particular situation? Now, the first one, and a lot of you are not going to like this, is caffeine. And there's some advice that says you shouldn't have caffeine after 12 p.m. to get a good night's sleep. I disagree with that. If you've got sleep problems, you really cannot have any caffeine at all because many of us and 50% of the population don't metabolize caffeine well. So it can continue to circulate in your system for up to 24 hours. So it might be a problem for you, it might not, but if you're not sleeping well, you really need to cut the coffee out. Be ready for some bad headaches for three to four days, but see how that impacts on your sleep quality. The next one is stress and stress. I'd like you to think that all the stress during the day is a bit, our body's like a spring and it slowly tightens up and tightens up and tightens up. And then when we go to sleep, then there's this unwinding effect. And if you're a restless sleeper, it's more than likely the stress that's causing that. Your body releases that stress, but often then you wake up early in the morning, say around two or 3 a.m. and you can't get back to sleep again. So stress is critically important that you manage that you release it during the day because stress is accumulative, but so too is relaxation. So stress is an issue and you're not sleeping well, you need to get that under control. The third thing, and we often don't hear this, is processed foods. Now, any food that has been processed, they're adding a lot of chemicals into that. And these chemicals, the preservatives and additives, they irritate our nervous system. So our nervous system at nighttime doesn't get a chance to fully relax and release. And you know that feeling after you've had a really deep, fantastic night's sleep, your nervous system calms down. But if you're eating a lot of processed foods, sugary foods, they're wiring your nervous system and it's on edge. So you're never going to get a good night's sleep if you're eating a lot of processed foods. So getting back to whole foods, preparing the food yourself is really important. And whenever I do a cleanse or a detox, I sleep so soundly. It's the best time that I sleep when I remove all possible additives out of my diet. 
that's when my nervous system can really relax and get a really good night's sleep. Next one is your liver function. And you often don't relate liver to sleep, but the liver is our cleansing and detox organ. So it's related to what I was saying in processed foods as well. Now, when your liver's working well, your nervous system is calm and you'll sleep through. But if it's not working well, the classic telltale sign is you're waking up at 3 a.m. That's when the liver, according to Chinese medicine, is most active and it'll wake you up and then you can't get back to sleep again. It can really disrupt your sleep. Another thing that can disrupt your sleep that way is poor bladder control. And over 50% of women over the age of 50 have some form of stress incontinence, and many men do as well. If you're having to get up two to three times to urinate at night, that's going to break those sleep patterns, and it's going to set a really bad habit for your body. Because if you wake up at a certain time one night, you can pretty much guarantee that your body's going to wake up again at the same time the next night because our sleep hormones work that way. They become habitual. So there are herbal medicines and products. Happy bladder is one that can help you sleep through the night and get a full night's sleep without having to get up to the toilet. Men with prostate issues, there's different things that you can use like saw palmito and zinc can be really beneficial. Next one is your endocrine system. So that's your glandular system and all your different glands that affect your hormones can really disrupt your sleep because our sleep is cyclical and so too our endocrine system and they're all interconnected. So it's a bit of a catch-22 because if your hormones are out of balance, it's going to cause poor sleep and poor sleep is out of balance. It's going to cause a hormonal disruption as well. So we've really got to have a close look at that. And if you're getting hormonal changes, then it's going to be disrupting your sleep. Now, if we talk about women only, we know that lower progesterone levels in younger women can certainly affect sleep cycles. In men, we know that reduced testosterone levels can be a problem. So really starting to look and trying to balance your hormones naturally will really help to get a good night's sleep. The next one is not enough physical activity. And in our communities and in the clinic, we often hear people say, oh, but I'm busy all day. But being busy all day and going and physically exercising, get your heart rate up over 130 and 140 for at least half an hour, that will really physically fatigue you. And this is really important. If you're not sleeping well and haven't been sleeping well for years, we've got to break this cycle, this habitual cycle of poor sleep. Exercise is the best way to do that. And it's not just about running around and picking up the kids and doing everything. It's getting that physical exertion going and getting your heart rate up. It's really, really critical. Next one, you've probably heard this one, is too much screen time. And the worst thing you can do is scroll through your phone before going to bed. Get rid of all screens for at least an hour before you sleep. Wind down, read a book, do something that's not going to stimulate because a lot of those, the different lights and frequencies are keeping your brain alert. We need to at around 8 p.m. start to switch off and calm our nervous system down because it's been go, go, go all day long. Now, coming back a little bit to stress and your adrenal glands. Now, what a lot of people when they're stressed is they have high cortisol levels. That's a hormone called cortisol. And what happens is that if you're stressed all the time, these cortisol levels, they can really disrupt your sleep cycle because cortisol is your fight or flight hormone. It's those hormones that keep you going when you're under times of stress, but we need to switch that off. And the classic telltale sign of someone who is adrenally fatigued is they're tired in the morning, but they cannot go to sleep in the evening. So if that's you, there's a fairly good chance that you've got 
adrenal fatigue and you need to deal with that, look at your stress levels, clean your diet up, exercise. There's a lot of things that you can do to get your adrenals working properly. Another thing that often women suffer from are hot flushes. So that can really disturb your sleep. So there's a lot of herbal medicines, happy hormones being one of them, that will help get rid of the hot flushes and allow you to sleep soundly through the night. Another one is restless legs. Now there can be many different causes of restless leg syndrome. Zinc, magnesium, collagen can all help if you've got restless legs and improving your circulation. Another one is eating too late. So we wanna have your last meal or food no later than 8 p.m. Ideally, the earlier you eat, the better it is because if you're going to sleep uh, with a full stomach and late, then that's going to disrupt your sleep because a lot of your energy is going to be going into digesting the food. Whereas we want the body to switch off. And when you're sleeping, it's a time of healing and repair. But if your body's putting all of its energy into digesting a big meal, then you for sure you're going to have a disrupted sleep. In terms of diet as well, uh, we touched on that a little bit before, but sugar is a big issue. It will really wire your nervous system. Alcohol is a big no-no. And as I mentioned, processed foods. This is an interesting one, mattresses. There's a study that shows that people with a new mattress are likely to get up and exercise in the morning 60% of the time. People with mattresses that are eight to 10 years old are only likely to get up from six to 8% of the time in the morning. So that's a huge difference. So a mattress has a big impact on the quality of sleep that you're going to get during the night. And if you've got an old mattress, you should go and have a look for a new mattress that supports your back properly. Last one is your digestive health, your gut health. Now, a lot of your sleep hormones and your feel-good hormones, particularly serotonin, which is involved in that sleep cascade, are produced by the bacteria in your digestive system. So making sure that you feed those good bacteria with lots of plant-based fiber, but also consuming more fermented foods. So your kimchi, and your tempeh and coconut water kefir, a lot of live probiotic foods will really help to boost those natural hormone production from your gut and allow you to have that deep sleep. And one little trick that we have, we've got a product called Happy Greens, which is full of live probiotics. And when ladies comment that they take that just before bed, they get a really nice deep sound sleep. So that's a good little tip. So have a look at all those things. We've got an article that links with these tips and tricks as well. And then if you're avoiding all those things we we're talking about, then it's all about breaking that bad habits that I was talking about, breaking that bad habit sleep cycle. So exercising hard. And then you can, there's certain supplements you can use as well. Things like magnesium, uh, happy calm that we have can just relax your nervous system and induce a deeper sleep. Avoiding all those things, no caffeine, eating well, and what you'll find, give it a week, break that bad sleep cycle, and then you know what to do going forward. So when you wake up in the morning, when you have that decision, should I have a coffee or not? Should I have that glass of wine or not? Should I eat early or should I eat late? Should I exercise? Should I get my hormones under control? Think about all these things because it's everything that you do during the day is going to affect the quality of sleep that you get in the nighttime. And if you're not sleeping well, you're going to gain weight. Your risks of heart disease, of cancer, are all elevated if you're not sleeping well. 
your hormones are disrupted. There's so many serious consequences from not sleeping well because that's when your body heals. And an interesting fact is your primary sleep hormone, melatonin, is an extremely powerful antioxidant. And it goes about healing a lot of your brain tissues and cellular tissues when you're sleeping. And if you're not healing, then all these chronic ailments, and there's studies showing on nurses that are shift workers, they have a much greater risk of these chronic uh, illnesses that we want to try and avoid. So take those tips, get a great night's sleep, and I hope you enjoyed the video.